everybody and welcome back to our podcast. The Flex Alumni Moldova podcast is the first Flex podcast dedicated to connecting the Flex Alumni worldwide and serve as a learning tool about the Flex program to those who want to discover more about this exchange program. In the last episode, we've talked about volunteering in the US, why is it a mandatory activity for your exchange year, as well as where can you find volunteering opportunities. So if you haven't listened to it yet, I highly recommend to do it. But today's episode's topic will be culture shock. What is it and how to overcome it? For this, we have two wonderful guests who will give their introspective on this phenomenon, may you say. <laughs> so we have Kamela Hodoroja, Flex Alumni 20, who will tell us what it's like to live behind a Soviet post-Soviet country and live for a year across the ocean. And then on the other side of the coin, we'll have Nicholas Vigiano, an uh, SLY student who got to experience the Moldovan culture in its full experience. And for those who don't know, NSLY is another program of the U.S. Department of State meant to promote critical language learning among American youth. But I'm sure Nicholas will tell you a little bit more about it uh, in the minutes that follow. So welcome, guys. I'm really glad to have you here. Camelia, if you don't mind, uh, I want to start with you. I know you've experienced culture shock. So if you could please tell, tell us, uh, how was it? Uh, how did you cope with it? And also, did your host family help? I think this is uh, really important for the future exchange students to know. I wouldn't say that my culture shock experience was terrible, but it was definitely more than I expected it to be. And the only way that really helped me go through it and cope with it was, you know, talking and communicating with my friends, with the other exchange students from my high school, and especially with my host family. Because I feel like in moments like those, all your host family can do is just make sure that you are as comfortable as you can be. And by talking to them, you are letting this experience be easier for them as well. So that's how my host family helped because I was I always tried to be as open as, as I could with my host mom and host sister and that definitely helped me get through all of this kind of bad experiences. I'm really glad to hear that you had a nice experience and that the, the people around you supported. I think this plays a major role into a smooth transition from one kind of lifestyle to a different one. So I understand that you've you had a little bit of a culture shock, but please tell me, do you think your host family experienced culture shock while you were living with them? That is an excellent question, because usually when talking about culture shock, we think of the exchange student only, when in fact the host family is also making a detrimental change in their lives. Taking in a new family member is a big deal already, but moreover, they're also inviting in a whole new culture. And I feel like that is what makes this experience so unique and special, because there is so much to learn from each other. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. I'm sure that it was a major change in their lives as well, uh, as it was for everybody. And uh, we should be considerate about their feelings and what they're going through as well, and not just... I uh, think, you know, of uh, one side uh, only when speaking about the culture shock. Uh, Camilla, could you tell me, though, how was it to adapt in one of the most developed countries in the world 
uh, coming from coming from Moldova. Adapting to a new country, a new society that is as well developed as the one in the U.S. is, it's for sure not hard. It's extremely easy to adapt to something that is quote unquote better. You know, uh, in I feel like that's not the hard part. It's harder to adapt to your social settings, to your environment than it is to the educational system, for example. Would you say that post-Soviet countries have values that are often ignored in the U.S.? The only thing that comes to mind is maybe the fact that we are preserving all our culture a little bit better than they do. And I noticed this especially during holiday season, let's say Christmas, New Year's, Easter. We Moldovans have a lot of traditions when celebrating those kind of events, while Americans tend to always have modern ways of celebrating anything really. So I would consider that to be the only value that is more or less being ignored in the U.S. Was it hard for you to come back to Moldova? And what are the things that you truly miss about the the U.S.? I don't know how common this is, but it was actually harder for me to come back home than it was to live for America in the first place. It is bizarre because you would think it's supposed to be easy, right? You're coming back to your natural family, your friends, but it was not like that for me. And the things that I miss most about America are probably the school. I fell in love with American high school and I also miss my friends and my host family, of course. No, I totally understand uh, where you're coming from when saying that it was a lot harder for you to come back than to go to the U.S. I think it's something that most of the exchange students can relate to. I'm not sure uh, why is that, but uh, I truly think it has something to do with reversed uh, cultural shock. But it's actually on the list of my uh, next questions. Uh, but until I get there, I want to ask you, what did you learn about culture shock? And if you can share some tips on how to not be affected by it so much. One thing that I've learned about culture shock is that it sneaks up on you big time. So be prepared for it. What I mean is that usually the little things make a difference. Little things that maybe you're not noticing right now about yourself, about your environment. When you are going to miss them, that's when culture shock hits you. And probably one of the biggest tips that I could give you is try to stay as open-minded as you can and embrace the change. At the same time, if you are feeling overwhelmed by culture shock, stay as active as you can, participate in activities, keep yourself busy because that's what will truly help you overcome these periods of time. Indeed, I, uh, I I agree with you so much. And uh, coming back to reversed cultural shock, uh, what do you think? Do you think it's real? Uh, did you experience it? Uh, what do you have to say uh, on the, on this topic? Reverse culture shock is a hundred percent real, and I can tell you that because I was affected by it more than I was by culture shock. As I was telling you before, it was harder for me to come back home because of reverse culture shock. Again, extremely bizarre, because all of these things that were once normal and just casual to you 
are not anymore and it takes you a long time sometimes more than you might you might think to go over them indeed this is a very complex and interesting topic to think about uh that not only exchange students go through i think people in general even when traveling uh, you know uh, experience it and it's uh, it's it's very weird how it affects us individually and it has uh, an impact a different impact on uh, each one of us so i think this leads me to another question of mine my final one to you actually <laughs> why why do you think one experiences culture shock does that mean that they don't occupy their time enough with activities or what might be the the cause to that i don't necessarily think that not being active enough or that not participating in activities is going to be the sole and only cause of anyone going through culture shock but it can definitely be one of the causes from a handful or it could be one of those things that is just going to make everything worse because you see in times like these you don't you you shouldn't be lonely it is important for you to talk to someone to communicate and to learn to get your feelings out there that is the only way you're going to overcome difficulties such as this one and being alone is only going to make everything worse one could be experiencing culture shock because they are either not prepared for all the changes that are coming their way maybe they miss their home a lot and they're not able to cope with everything that is going on besides that uh or there there's there's just small things that none of us really pay attention to and when we end up missing them it comes as a shock that's basically what culture shock is were well part of it is thank you kamela so much for your deep insights i think uh, they were very helpful and uh, very accurate as well uh, you described perfectly what an exchange student experiences um, when going to a different culture and specifically an exchange student you know from moldova or from a little country that goes to a big place And now uh, I would really like to welcome Nicolas uh, and hear his part of the story what it's like to come from uh, a big country to a smaller one. So Nicolas, hi and thank you for joining us today. Before we dive into the questions, uh, could you please tell us a little bit about your experience in Moldova? How long did you stay here for and where were you placed and uh, what were your activities in general? Hi Paula, I wanted to start off by thanking you for inviting me to take part in the Flex Moldova podcast today. I'm really excited to share a little bit about my experiences as an exchange student in Moldova as well as discuss with you the topic of culture shock. So the program that I was on is called Nisli Y and it's also an American Council's exchange program that is designed to teach American high school students foreign languages. So I was placed in Chisinau along with 17 other American students and we studied Russian for about 4 to 5 hours every day at Ion Crianga University and we were in Chisinau for a little over 9 months. And while we were there we participated in a variety of master classes and lectures and excursions in order to learn more about Moldovan culture. 
Another thing that I was involved with while I was in Moldova was taking part in a local youth orchestra. So I had played uh, clarinet and saxophone for a very long time, and I'd brought my instrument with me to Moldova uh, and was able to have the chance to join this orchestra and play different concerts around uh, Chisinau, including in Pushkin Park and the National Palace, which was very cool. And I also got the opportunity to teach some younger students how to play the clarinet and saxophone, which was a really fun experience and a good chance to use my language skills as well as get to know um, a little bit more about the local youth and the local culture. That sounds amazing. I'm honestly so happy that you had such a handful of activities uh, and you got to experience uh, a lot of different aspects of uh, Moldovan life, let's say it like that. So you were uh, a student and you also were a teacher. That's uh, extremely cool. And I'm really happy that you got to share your knowledge uh, with uh, some Moldovan children who were very lucky to uh, to have met you and be taught by you. <laughs> uh, I want to ask you about uh, culture shock, uh, obviously. Uh, did you experience it uh, while being in Moldova? And uh, how did you adapt to such a little country, you know, uh, after coming from one of the biggest ones in the world? Yes, yeah, so I certainly experienced culture shock when I arrived in Chisinau. Uh, so one of the first things that uh, comes to mind is obviously the language differences. Uh, in the United States, obviously, all the time I'm surrounded mostly by English. And then when I got to Chisinau, everywhere around me was Romanian and Russian. Um, and that was also very interesting, too, being in a bilingual environment where there were two languages interacting simultaneously. Uh, and then another thing, too, I know a lot of flex students often talk about the yellow bus experience in the United States and taking the school bus every day to get to their high schools. Um, And for me, no longer relying on the school bus or a car, and instead of trying to figure out the entire public transit situation in Chisinau was also very interesting. I remember having to learn all of the different bus routes to get around the city, uh, and especially having to learn the Marshrutka routes. I had never experienced the Marshrutka before, and that was a definitely a big culture shock for me. And I think another area of culture shock was just in the mentality uh of Moldovan people. And I think one thing that comes to mind in particular is uh, superstitions. I found that there's a lot of superstitions that you're required to follow that I wasn't really uh, accustomed to in the United States. And that took a little bit of time to get used to. Um, and just having to follow all of the different rules to make sure that I was um, being respectful to the culture and kind of going along with what uh, everybody believed. Um, And then you asked, how did I go about adapting to um, coming to Moldova from the United States and adapting to culture shock? Um, I found that for me, the best way to do that was just to use my host family as a resource. Um, so every night after dinner, we would go on long walks around the neighborhood with our dog, Rema. And using that time, I was able to have conversations with them and just discuss the differences in culture. And if there was something that I didn't really understand, I was able to ask them for help. Uh, and they were able to explain things to me. Um, and that was my best way to overcome culture shock. And I think that in a new environment, that's usually the best way to do it is just to find local people who understand the culture well. So that way they can understand it and help you to, to overcome those challenges. That sounds 
lovely. I'm so happy that you had somebody to uh, guide you and help you through this transaction period, you know, from one culture to a completely different kind of culture. So uh, I'm, I'm really happy that you, you had somebody by your side during this uh, process. Uh, where, what were you missing, you know, uh, most about the States uh, during your time here in Moldova? So I think the thing that I probably missed the most about the United States while I was in Moldova was obviously my friends and family. I'm sure that a lot of Flex students can relate to that. Um, being away from your friends and family for nine to 10 months is obviously a long time and is a little bit difficult at points. But I think I was able to have a good relationship with my host family, which helped me to miss my friends and family in the United States less. And then also just being able to experience the culture, traditions, and holidays in Moldova um, kind of helped to fill that void in my heart that I had for missing my friends and family. I know that one of the cool things that I got to experience was celebrating uh, New Year's in Moldova, which is celebrated a lot differently than the way we celebrate it in the United States, um, where we put together a really big um, table of food and we spent days preparing ahead of time to make sure we had all of the food ready. And we spent it uh, with friends and family talking about the year that we had just had. And I really enjoyed that. And another thing that uh, I got to experience that was really cool was the Moldovan tradition of Marci Shur. We had a masterclass on how to make the um, the little decorations, and then we got to wear them around for the month of March, which made me feel like a real part of Moldovan culture, which was really cool. Uh, I know another thing that some of my uh, American groupmates missed about the United States while we were in Moldova was the food. Uh, I don't know if I can quite say the same because I just fell in love with Moldovan food while I was there. Uh, I absolutely loved Mama Liga and Placinta, and I can't wait for the chance to travel back to Moldova to uh, have some once the pandemic is over. Please do come back once uh, things start to get a little better around the world. We're always uh, so happy and uh, uh, glad to welcome uh, people to Moldova. So uh, <laughs> we're waiting for you. And uh, one little thing that I wanted to say is that I really appreciate the fact that uh, you shared that you liked our cuisine. I get so happy when, when people appreciate it. So <laughs> thank you for that. And uh, one other thing that I wanted to ask you is um, what else are you missing about Moldova uh, if you are uh, once you went back to the U.S.? And uh, was it hard in general to go back to, to your country after being here for almost a year? Yeah, so it was definitely hard after having such a positive experience in Moldova for nine months to come back to the United States. I mean, I was obviously very happy to see my friends and family after all that time, but I'd also grown really accustomed to life in Chisinau and had really enjoyed my time there. So it was it was certainly difficult to come home. Uh, and I think one of the things that I missed most about Moldova was just all of the cultural experiences that I have. I think that Moldova is very proud of its culture and has a lot of opportunities for you to experience culture, especially in Chisinau. I know that we had the opportunity a lot of times to go to the theater or to go to concerts. And even just walking around the parks, there were always performers and displays of Moldovan culture that I think was really interesting. And you don't necessarily get that as much in the town that I'm from in the United States. Uh, so that was certainly something that I missed coming home. 
Do you think you experienced cultural shock? And uh, if, if yes, then how so? Yeah, so I would certainly say that I experienced reverse culture shock upon returning from Moldova to the United States. And I think that uh, when having a conversation about culture shock in general, it's definitely important to talk about reverse culture shock. I think that sometimes it's a little bit forgotten about. I think the one thing that just comes to mind immediately is when we landed back in the airport in the United States, it was just shocking to have everything suddenly all be in English again, and everybody around you was only talking in English after spending a year in Moldova where we were surrounded by Romanian and Russian all of the time. And I remember a few times even I would accidentally slip up and talk to the cashier at the store in Russian uh, just because I'd gotten so used to that during my year on exchange. Uh, and I think another thing about reverse culture shock that I experienced, uh, and I'm sure that flexors can also relate to this, is coming back from having such an amazing experience abroad and having all of this new knowledge and these new experiences, uh, but the people around you didn't share those experiences with you. Um, but I think what that does is it gives you a good chance to then have conversations with your friends and have conversations with your family uh, to tell them about the other culture, um, which will both help to kind of ease the culture shock, um, but then also kind of facilitate cultural exchange and help you to reintegrate with your friends and family. Indeed. Thank you, Nicholas, so much for sharing your part of the story. I think it truly helped us uh, shape a better understand understandment of uh, the concept of culture shock because as different as we are and as different as our experiences are, most of us all went through culture shock and reverse culture shock as well. So I think this is a very good example of how um, different we are as, as people yet so similar because things like this is a reminder that we're, we're all the same and we're all uh, at the core, we're all the same and uh, the same kind of experiences affect us in one way or another. And it's a good way, you know, for, uh, for bonding and uh, making uh, friendships and uh, connections, long-lasting uh, long uh, life connections. So thank you so much for, uh, for sharing your part of the story and telling us... Uh, or what it's like for uh, somebody from across the ocean to experience uh, culture shock and uh, all of these cultural differences uh, in, uh, in uh, Moldova. Thank you everybody for listening and if you haven't watched the previous episode make sure to check it out. We hope you enjoyed this episode and don't hesitate to ask us any questions or leave suggestions on our Facebook and Instagram page at Flex Alumni Moldova. Make sure to follow us as well to keep in touch with our latest news and see what our alumni are up to. Remember, Flex is not better, not worse, just different. Bye! Talk to you soon!